0: Today it's a different place All the same with a new face With strange mysteries hanging in the air People in their sane minds Swear they see you today Are you looking for the love they took away? Everyone knows That you couldn't buy the pain. Took your life in rain. Ghoulish greetings, my friends. Thank you so much for stopping by and making Paranormal Prowler's podcast part of your day. Those awesome tunes that you just heard are, as always, courtesy of the amazing Bobby Mackey. And I, of course, am your host, Tessa Morrow. <coughs> Today we head over to northwestern Romania. More specific, Cooch Napoca. Hoyabachu forest is a forest that many consider to be one of the most haunted in the world. Hoyabachu is often referred to as the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. This forest covers a lot of ground, 729 acres to be exact. The first settlement, well, it dates back to around 6500 BC, making Hoyabachu land the oldest settlement in Romania. And that is damn impressive in my book. Today you can go whether on your own or on one of the many tours that they offer. Now, if you dare to venture here at night, it is severely recommended, hey, go with the seasoned guide, someone with experience the knowledge, and the confidence, as like many forests that we see, it's easy to get k- kind of turned around and utterly lost, getting disoriented, and that's when panic kicks in. One of the truly unique things about Hoyabachu are the trees. Seriously, go online, look up images, it's insane. Many are severely bent and twisted, really contortionist, if you will frozen in time within some funky dance move, forever bent. While many visitors flock here to check it out, there are many locals that avoid Hoi Abachu, like the bubonic plague. Look out! Many believe this forest is cursed. Countless strange happenings have taken place here within the confines of the forest, From disappearances to legends, UFO activity, and much more. We're going to talk all about those things in just a short while. Now, there's one area that is called the dead zone. Some also refer to it as the clearing. Almost sounds like that could be like a scary movie, the clearing. And with some cult in there, you know. Now, it's a large area, a perfect circle, if you will. No trees are there. In fact, no vegetation whatsoever grows there. It like straight up refuses. No trees, no bushes, no shrubs, not a single trace of a damn thing. Soil samples have been collected in the dead zone, but from all the research conducted here, they cannot figure out why anything refuses to grow there in this particular area of the forest. Aliens, unidentified flying objects, possible abductions. Yeah, count me out. UFO sightings date back to at least at least the 1950s, if not earlier. While there is a military base, or was a military base not too far from Hoyabachu, it is completely prohibited for any type of aircraft. Small, large, unknown or unidentified, to fly in the area at nighttime. But of course, this does not stop those pesky, unidentified flying objects making appearances every now and then. Throughout the 1950s and 60s, a biologist named Alexander had visited the area many times and had managed to capture several pictures of evidence of UFO activity within the forest. He admits that whenever he went there, he more than often times, felt uncomfortable. A feeling he could not shake off. The ever so eerie feeling that he was being watched. In some of Alexander's photos are these odd, unexplainable shadow type figures. And guess what, you guys? Alexander, he is not alone. A scientist named Adrian Patrick was fascinated with the land. And he begins to spend quite a bit of time here. And like Alexander, he catches some impressive photo evidence of UFO activity. After research, Adrian believed that Hoyabachu is radioactive. Some believe that this is possibly why the trees are so gnarled up. Gnarly, my friends, but beautiful. And in 1968, a military technician named Emil swore up and down that he saw what he believed to be a UFO hovering right over the notorious dead zone area. Could he identify what he saw? No. Was it a flying object? You bet your ass it was. Emil was convinced that what he saw was not of this world, and he was open about what he saw. He stood his ground. And for that, Emil, he sadly lost his job. The gentleman was in the forest with a couple of friends and his girlfriend, I believe. And I think it was his girlfriend who actually points out this rather bizarre looking object in the sky. And believe you me, it stood out. Camera in hand, Emil, he manages to take four different pictures before the silver disc makes a quick exit, rapidly flying away at an unbelievable speed. The images from the camera, well, they are published in a local paper and it causes quite the stir of emotions in people. Many are extremely skeptical and felt that this was nonsense, pure bullshit, just a a waste of time, basically. And with Hoya Bachu comes stories. Myths, legends, and harrowing tales. There's one story that is about a five year old girl that walks into the forest and she vanishes without a trace. Five years later, she appears. Get this, she's wearing the exact same clothing she was last seen in, and it doesn't look like it was like dirty or worn out or anything. It looks like she hadn't aged a day. Now, I get that some people age well, right? But a five-year-old versus a 10-year-old, they should look like they grew up a bit, right? The young girl also couldn't recollect where she had been the past half decade or what she had been up to. She, she didn't remember a single thing. Now, I've heard of lost time, but years? Five years? That's 1,825 days, or 26 days if there's a leap year involved. I mean, good lord, man, that's wild. A well-known legend associated with Hoyabachu has to do with a shepherd and his flock of 200 sheep. They wander off into the forest, and like the five-year-old girl, they vanish without a trace. Now, unfortunately, this is not uncommon. People, they vanish all the time, and some are never seen again. And that's actually my worst fear. I know some people are terrified of spiders and heights and fire and whatever else you may be afraid of. But my worst fear is disappearing whether I'm murdered or whatever, and my family never finding me or getting answers. That has to be the worst. One man and 200 sheep, they disappear. No trace whatsoever. I'm sorry, my friends, but this is a stinky cologne. This reeks of aliens and UFOs. And Another story is that hundreds of peasants were in the forest and were brutally murdered. And yet another tale, this one more on the recent side, talks about how in the 1990s sometime, a few soldiers there in the forest and on their way to the military base nearby when they see an elderly gentleman with a cane. They decide to stop, say hi, check on the gentleman, asking him if there's something that they can assist him with or whatever. Well, the end result is they end up giving him a ride, and it doesn't take too long for one of the soldiers to turn around and notice that, hey, the back seat that the gentleman was occupying is now empty. They didn't hear the vehicle door open or close, something they obviously would have noticed. Again, no trace of him. It should be called No Trace Forest. (laughs) Vanished, just like that. Now, on one luggage, to destination.com, I found a tale about a man named Nikolai. In 1961, a soldier named Nikolai and a few other fellow soldiers while well, they're in the forest. And as soon as Nikolai steps foot into Hoyobachu forest, I mean, his spidey senses kick in, my friends, he felt that he did not belong there as if the men, they were intruding, they were outsiders, kind of like a new kid at school. A lot of us have been there before. You you leave your old school, your old friend, something you're familiar with. Now you're in this new place. You don't know where anything is. It could be rough. <laughs> he felt like he was being watched. Now, unfortunately, this was a military mission. They did not have a choice to just go and walk away and leave the forest. They couldn't disobey orders. Just ask any of our phenomenal military service men and women. Can you just disobey orders? Sir, no, sir! Anyway, back on track. The men camp out in the Romanian forest, and the entire night, They are plagued with sounds, things that they could just not explain, like disembodied footsteps, even though nobody else was around. Random loud snap and crackle sounds, as if large branches are breaking nearby. They also heard these laughter sounds and screams. A lot of action for a night of camping. It was unexpected, and it chilled the soldiers to the bone. They also saw stuff, including an apparition of a woman. In addition to hearing and seeing things, they also experienced phantom smells of a fire. When they were able to sleep a little, they would wake up to the intense smell of fire and it was accompanied with the agonizing cries and screams of men as if they were being burned alive. And after a horrendous night, the men, they're more than anxious when daylight breaks and are more than happy to leave the forest immediately. They leave and they meet up with their battalion. They tell them what they experienced. And for the next year or so, the men, they were heavily subjected to intense questioning. I think they were even separated so they couldn't talk to each other this whole time. Just like really crazy stuff. And it is said that one of the soldiers even goes insane having to be committed to a nearby asylum. It is said that it took Nikolai the man who shared this story, decades to gather the courage and confidence to retell and, should I say even relive, this frightening experience. Now, I venture over to yourtimetravelexperience.com where I found a fairy tale involving yet another man named Nikolai. And I don't know when it comes to fairy tales, but I'll tell you what I saw. So basically, this guy, Nikolai, He was a young man who was a cabinet maker at a local wood shop. One evening, after a long day of work, Nikolai, he is walking home when he decided to go through the Romanian forest versus going around it. Dinner time was just around the corner and soon to be served, and by golly, he could smell his mother's home-cooked, mouth-watering, delicious meals, and he did not want to be late. You see, Nikolai's father had recently died leaving Nikolai and his mother, Florentina, on their own. Mother and son, they had a phenomenal relationship. One may even say that they were the best of friends. Now, being a gentleman and a good son, he never wants to just keep his mom waiting. So he cuts through Hoyabachu. It doesn't take terribly long for him to realize that, oh shit, I'm lost. He's disoriented. Nikolai, he sits down on the forest ground and tries just to calm down. Soon he falls asleep. Maybe he got a little too calm. (laughs) Shortly after this, he is awoken by a harsh wind passing through. And as quick as the wind comes, it is now gone. And the forest grows eerily silent. Then, out of nowhere, a woman just appears. She stays with Nikolai in the forest for quite a few hours. She's talking to him. She's comforting him. Everything's going to be okay. She eventually leads the gentleman out of the forest and brings the lost man right to his home. He offers her to stay with him and mom. Mom, well, she's beyond distraught and worried when Nikolai, her pride and joy, does not show up for dinner. She sits there waiting for sun at the dinner table, and I guess she dozes off. So upon his arrival, he sees that she's sleeping. He goes to the table, wakes her up. He introduces her to the woman, who is Saralina, And he very much credits Saralina for saving his life. Like, I would still be stuck in that forest. Totally, utterly and completely lost if it were not for this woman. Call it a motherly instinct or an intuition or something but as soon as Florentina the mother met Seralina the mysterious stranger Florentina knew that Seralina was up to no good something was off about this woman but she just cannot put her finger on it hate when that happens mom warned son stay away from this woman she's no good for you nothing good could come out of this And I think it's safe to say that Florentina was more than disappointed when her son goes against her wishes and allows the woman to move in, move into the family home. In Nikolai's mind, again, he would still be stuck over there if it were not for this woman. He considered her his hero, his savior even. And it doesn't take long for Lina to make herself right at home in Florentina's home and start basically treating the mother like a pesky, unwanted servant. Unfortunately, Nikolai turns a blind eye to Saralina's inappropriate actions and behavior towards his beloved mother, Florentina. In her heart, Mom knew something was wrong. In every fiber of her being, she just knew. This was not the young man that she raised and was so close to. It's almost like he was being brainwashed by this ridiculous woman. It gets pretty fairy tale-like after this part, and let's just say it involves a spell, a large unique cedar tree, and a mother sacrificing herself for her son. It makes the son be broken from Saralina's spell, who then turns into a slithering snake and goes away. Even though she sacrificed herself for the love of her son, the love is so pure that mom and son are reunited, and guess what, you guys? Yup, they live happily ever after. Now, besides being an active spot for UFOs, Hoyabachu is thought to be an extremely haunted location. Some who have ventured out here have experienced severe anxiety, bouts of panic, suddenly feeling extremely ill, throbbing headaches, vomiting, experiencing malfunctioning electronics, and things that have gotten physically bad for some people, walking into the forest and leaving with an unwanted souvenir such as burns, scratches, bruising painful rashes, and even bite marks. Some have claimed to have been pushed, shoved, thrown violently to the ground. Apparitions they've been seen here in the forest many a times, oftentimes in the trees. That's creepy. Some visitors have caught figures on camera, figures they did not see with the naked eye. Glowing eyes have been seen as well. Mysterious balls of light floating about and ectoplasm beings have been seen here too. The sounds of horse hooves hitting the forest ground hard have been heard when there are obviously no horses around. Reports of manic laughter, screaming, and disembodied voices, well, those are the norm, my friends, and many believe, many believe that the people who vanished without a trace long ago remain here haunting the forest. A tour guide for Hoyabachu Forest shared online an eerie time when he found a large group, over 50 people, so that's a big-ass group, trying to open a portal. Just a tad bit on the creepy side, just a tad bit. The guide shared that the very first time he attempted to stay the night in the forest, he had gone with friends, and let's just say it was pretty much a sleepless night for the group. Every time they began to get a wink of sleep, they would suddenly be awoken to strange sounds, what was described as a large hoof sound. When they would go and investigate the noises, it would get eerily quiet, and they would see these bizarre lights in the trees. And a woman online shared that as a younger woman, she once lived in an apartment near the edge of Hoyabachu Forest. One night, Both her and her roommate, they call it an evening, retire for the night. The woman, she sees the kitchen light turn on all by itself. She then hears these voices, accompanied by laughter, and then sounds that one would make if they were cooking a meal. Shortly after the sounds and the voices, she actually begins to smell food being cooked, and not like coming from a neighboring home or apartment, but from within her own apartment in her kitchen. Mean really, what the hell is going on here? She's anxious, can't blame her. She gets out of bed, she slowly makes her way to the kitchen. The light is off now. Her roommate is in their respective room. No dishes are out or dirtied, no food is out. It's just as they left it earlier that evening. She asks her roommate if they noticed anything out of the ordinary, and they too confirm that they saw exactly what she saw the light turning on, the laughter. The voices, the sounds, the smells of a meal being cooked. Okay, good. So she's not going crazy. But what an incredible experience that must be. I consider that a godfather of experiences when it comes to the supernatural and paranormal. I mean, you're getting everything. You're hearing sounds. You're seeing things turn on by themselves. You're smelling this food being cooked. I mean, there's just so much going on there. That's fantastic. Now, apparently, they didn't think it was fantastic. If you're not a paranormal investigator and you're just trying to live your life, I can figure that might be really scary, unnerving, uncomfortable And this didn't just happen one time, unfortunately, for these people. This happened many times. So much, in fact, that the roommates could not bear another moment living in this place, and they eventually move out. And the lady who shared this said that later on, during a nice blue sky clear day, she sees lightning directly above the forest. Throughout the years, many people would report seeing this. So, remember, if you plan a trip to Hoyabachu Forest, feel free, go, have a blast. It's on my bucket list. I definitely would love to go. But play it safe, stay on the trails, don't go wander off and exploring. You may just get lost. And also, go with a tour guide, they'll hook you up, show you all over the place. This week's special city shout outs go to Colorado City, Colorado, Del Mar. Delaware, Makakilo, Hawaii, Stone Market, England, and Palmer Heights, Pennsylvania. Everybody, it is just obviously gratefully appreciated. Thank you so much for stopping by, making Paranormal Prowlers Podcast part of your day. Do you have an idea for an episode? Maybe you want to be a voiceover in a future episode. Maybe you haven't seen your town city, state, or country on the podcast and you would like to see that happen. And you know a local haunt that would just blow my socks off. Or you can find me at Paraprowl on Twitter or the Paranormal Prowlers podcast page on Facebook. Thanks everybody and we will see you next week.